0: I'm Ron Scharf.
1: I'm Avi Kaufman.
0: And this is Accent Insights. This is not a dated episode. This is a timeless episode, a special edition of Accent Insights. Today, we're not going to talk about um, properties on the market. We are here today with our producer, our executive producer of our podcast, Janie Zittemer, who is uh, here because she she just finished her degree. And this is a celebration and an appreciation for all she has done for us.
2: Thank you. It's an honor to be here.
1: It's been such a pleasure having you as our executive producer over the past, Was it been now, seven okay. months, over these past 22 or so episodes, um, and you just completed your master's degree in Emerging Media Studies at Boston University, which leads directly to our first question. What are emerging media studies? <laughs> what
0: are emerging media and how do you study
1: them?
2: That's fair enough. Um so it's been great working on the podcast obviously and in grad school I have been studying I refer to it as the academic study of where um digital journalism is headed. So things like artificial intelligence and virtual reality as well as you know what have emerged already so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, etc. Um, but I've gotten to work on a lot of cool projects and learn a lot of different software through my time at BEU, um, like you said. And getting to stay in the city of Boston has been an added benefit to all that.
1: Amazing. And I mean, before you started our podcast, you were not a real estate podcast <laughs> producer, right?
2: In fact, I knew very little about real estate, so sometimes learned- you
1: could barely find your way home. <laughs>
2: exactly. So I've learned quite a lot. <laughs>
1: So what what have you learned, if anything, <laughs> from from listening to us talk?
2: Sure. So, um, well, I didn't know the MLS was a thing, so that was very eye opening for me as someone who um, is unfamiliar with the process of even buying a home. So um, I think I'll be be very prepared in that endeavor. But I've also learned more about the Brookline area in general and. You know different places, proximities to different schools, and how that's important, um, as well as the variability of the market based on season. Right.
0: That's great. That's actually probably more than we've actually talked about. So you maybe you learned from other sources. Have promise, you been, have you been talking do, I, to other real estate teams? I didn't
2: teams? do any additional research. <laughs> just to
0: go back to that point about the MLS. So you're, you, when you go to sell yeah. your first home, you're going to tell whatever flashy broker shows up with whatever interesting card or new logo, you're going to say, I want to be on the MLS with an exposure to the entire market, not just your office, not exactly. just your pals. Everyone should see my property, right? That's You got that much out of this.
1: Exactly. Quite frankly, I hope all of our listeners have gotten that out of our <laughs> podcast, If that that's the one thing that you take away from listening to this. It should be, you get the best price generally when you get exposed to the whole market. And the other thing you learned is when you are ready to buy, you know exactly who to call.
2: Exactly. Yes.
1: Uh, right, so right now you live in Back Bay, but you've lived in Brookline in the past and around the Boston area. Before, right?
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: How does uh, Brookline compare to these less desirable areas in the rest <laughs> of Boston?
2: Um, I actually, um, despite your bias, do tend to agree with you. Um, I really enjoyed my three years in Brookline, and I do, I do miss it for a, a variety of reasons. Even though I'm really close to a lot of great things in Back Bay, Brookline just has that family feel that you. I don't feel like you can get anywhere else. Um, having lived in Cambridge. Or Somerville, rather, as as well as Back Bay, and I'm partial to J.P. Licks, and uh, there was a J.P. Licks right near me when I was in Brookline.
0: Right. I mean, let's in fairness, let's point out to our listeners, as a new media person, Jamie <laughs> is a fair bit younger than than Avi, and even <laughs> even younger than me, uh, so uh-huh. more well suited to the high. Fast-paced lifestyle of other neighborhoods, but uh, it's nice to hear that you appreciated the family atmosphere here in at Brookline.
1: I did, and, and to be clear, we do love all areas. <laughs> Every area is great,
0: and and all age groups, all age groups. right? Every
1: uh, person has the right fit,
0: right? True. and we've and we've helped people buy in Newton and sell in Newton, Cambridge, uh, other areas, East
1: Boston, the North End, Jamaica yeah. Plain. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: so. You spent three years in Brookline. What tell us what are some of your hidden gems of Brookline? What are what are places that you loved about Brookline that other people might not know about?
2: So I guess people do know about Amory Park, um, as I was told by Ron earlier.
0: <laughs> what we do, we planned any of this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, more specifically, Halls Pond um, is a great location. It's a cute little area. There's a nice wooden bridge to walk up especially when the weather's nice, specifically in the fall, when the trees are changing and just, it's really great to connect with nature out there. So I I do like it um, in Brookline specifically. And the other place I know also Brookline Booksmith, of course, is a popular destination for good reason, but I didn't, I didn't realize that they had um, the used bookseller downstairs until, until quite some time into frequenting Brookline Booksmith. So I would recommend checking that out if you have not already.
1: Those are two good ones. Those are two where, like, the main part is well known, but there's a the little. Uh, That's true. We love going into the Hall's Pond Sanctuary. We, uh, my kids call it the Nature Walk. Yeah, yeah, and
0: really, and in fairness to Janie, she did. When we did talk briefly before recording, she did say Amory Park, and I did kind of roll my eyes and say, I don't think so. And then she said, no, no, the, the pond. I said, oh, no, that really is a hidden gem. It is. So, uh, so yes, we are in agreement on that. Although I think as a new media person, Janie's not really allowed to say she goes to the booksmith. Um, exactly.
2: I, that's very old media. Yeah. I never read real books. Right, right.
1: <laughs> unless, unless you Instagram. It. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although it is very, you know, it's, they've survived all the, the bookstore wars and they have so many events there. They're really like, you're right. They're like... Uh,
2: they really have. Yeah. It's an amazing accomplishment in the in the day and age of Amazon and podcasts. Um, everything from events to gifts to little um, souvenirs and and then of course books themselves.
1: And I we, we should open an accent
0: gift shop. We could, or we accent bookseller. merch,
2: Books
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I think that is a point about Brookline, right? I mean, in most places, the book, bookstores have closed down, they're yeah. just not a place people go. And here, the Booksmith is super popular. There's always people going in and out, they consider it. It's it's like the Coolidge Corner Theater in a way. It's an institution that people love to have, and they use it, and they go. Um, and it says something uh, about who lives
1: here and what, and what their priorities are, and how they like it. Mm. I think it picks up on another theme, like these two that you chose, Hall's Pond Sanctuary and the Booksmith. You get the suburban-urban mix here where you can walk walk from one to the next to uh, nature and uh, books in the same trip. (laughs) Really good point, Javi. I I have to tip my hat on that. (laughs) So Janie, what's been your favorite episode to work on other than this one?
2: So, you know, perfect segue. Um, I really liked that, as you coined, urban-suburban dream home, um, back back in the beginning, I think it was, towards the beginning of when we started. 89
1: Winthrop, I think, if memory serves, something on Winthrop
2: Road. Yeah. it was, uh, Maybe. You talked about a country estate.
0: Oh, maybe that was the one with the horse stable, and it was oh. not 89 Winthrop, which by the way, the one with the horse table came off the market. I just noticed mm. that they expired it. Uh, so it was Rawson Road, I think.
1: Rawson Road.
0: And uh, if anyone yeah. who was interested, maybe wants to pick it up as a bargain.
1: Uh, <laughs> there you go. We'll
0: happily talk to you. What was it five million or something? Yeah, something like that. I, yeah.
2: to I think we
0: could get it, you know, for ten percent under. So, call us.
2: Yeah, exactly. But um, other than that, uh, you know, Beale Street has a special place in my heart because I right. did live there in Brooklyn, and you've mentioned that a few times on the podcast. Specifically, JFK's birthplace um, and Halloween around that time, which I can personally attest to. So, a, a few different great episodes, and of course. Um, sound inspection, Ron, Ron mentioned that as well, and I didn't know anything about that either. So another, another thing I learned.
0: Sound inspection, not on the podcast recordings, but on exactly. when you're buying a property. I just want to point out, by the way, that Janie is so good at her job. I mean, Avi <laughs> has, a, has a British
1: accent, and she's, <laughs> she strips all of that out. Yeah, it's so. wild.
2: It's <laughs> editing software these days.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> so Janie, once you've gotten your fill of uh, so, uh, what, what What's next for you?
2: Yeah, so I would really like to combine um, what I've learned, not only in the program, but working with you guys. Um, I have experience with written digital content as well and find a career that's focused on one of those places. So I'm interested in politics. So uh, whether that be a publication like The Atlantic or a podcast that I admire, such as This American Life, I would love to... Um, Help from start to finish with research, production, post-production, everything like that. So, shout out to Avi and Ron for helping me, you know, develop those skills.
0: Great. Well, we we can attest. Anyone out there listen? Of course, we have several editors from the Atlantic who listen. And, <laughs> of course. You know, Ira Glass is obviously using us Ugh. to buy all of his Brookline real estate. So, <laughs> um, so you know, we we can give a very strong recommendation for Danny and her <laughs> skills. Uh, so we would love to see her move on. Obviously, we, whoever hires her is going to have to carve out time for her to continue to produce our podcast. But uh, you know, <laughs> other, other than that caveat, uh, we are very happy to give her the strongest recommendation. Without hesitation.
2: Well, I can't thank you too enough and to all the listeners, of course. Keep spreading the news about accent Insights.
0: Great. That's all for now. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions or uh, questions about how to leave that five star rating we sometimes talk about, you can reach out to us at info at accentbrookline.com.